Combo, Combo Nation. We are here, man. Don't forget to rate, review, punch down on that subscribe button. Welcome to episode 391 of Combo's Court. Today's show, former NBA All-Star and Mr. Basketball of New York, Kenny Anderson joins in to talk about the NYC Point Gods doc, which he's featured in, his NBA career, lessons from Jack Curran, and much more. A fantastic conversation with Kenny. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Kenny Anderson, man, welcome to Combo's Court. What's new, man? What is going on? Uh, nothing, man. Just getting ready. Um, my kids are back in school at Fish University. Um, I'm excited about our upcoming season. And, uh, you know, I'm just getting ready, man. We got a new AD, so it's a lot more work. I have to, you know, get going. But I got a good group of young men. That's what I'm trying to most you definitely know, always uh, more work to do always yes every year in college and i'm on a, the low end naia school so it's, it's a little more a lot more work the coach has to do so you know picking up on that and learning the the do's and the don'ts is, is awesome for me man coming from where i came from and now coaching and being a part of something is awesome i love i love it speaking of awesome i thought the nyc point god's documentary was awesome what were your thoughts on the finished product oh it was awesome man but it's just so much it's so many of us coming from new york city you, you just can't you just can't do yeah, they, what they did was awesome don't get me yeah. wrong but it's just so many you know that that missed out on it yeah you know who, com who comes to mind who comes to mind you know my, my, my queens guys the guys i looked up to was in it you know basically Kenny Pat, uh, Kenny Smith, Mark Jackson, Rod Strickland, Pearl Washington. But then there's guys like Kenny Hutchison, Boo Harvey, Kenny Patterson. Those guys didn't make it. And, and that's, you know, Tiny Archibald. No, Tiny made it. Tiny made it, right? Tiny Archibald. You know, I don't think he made it. But, uh, you know, my era... My era was, it was, it was uh, just me and my era. You know, right. I wasn't that many point guards, but the Pearl Washington, Kenny Smith, Rod Strickland, and Mark Jackson, that was a great point guard era to be yeah. with all yeah. those Kenny Patterson, Boo Harvey. It was crazy. Right. right. I, I mean, I, I've seen Pearl play on video before, but just watching yeah. this documentary, seeing his bop, came with the chain, came with yeah. fur coats in the game, like he was really something different. Yeah, definitely. He was a, a showman, a showman, yeah. uh, game situation, just everything, man, how he rocked, you know. And I was young, you know, so I watched him, you know, sitting on the ball, watched him come and play in, 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 in um, the summer leagues all over in New York. It was just also for a young person to watch. And I wanted to be like all of those guys, and I became, so I became. <laughs> so it, it was awesome. It was great. 
You sure did. You sure did. Take, take me back. Queens, New York. I'm actually in Queens right now. It's been really, it's been really hot outside, Kenny, but we cooled down today a little bit, but, but for you, what were your earliest memories of playing the game? My early memories is just playing in Left Rack City where I grew up at and uh, just playing in the playgrounds. You know, that's what, that's what New York basketball was all about. Staying out of trouble, you know, just, you know, that's what I did to stay out of trouble. <laughs> right, right. park and play basketball all day, all day and night. Let me, let me ask this, Kenny. You talked about the eggs, right, and how you used to handle with the eggs. How did you go about working on your game? What were some of the u- unique ways that you used to separate yourself from everybody else? So my mentor, you know, Vincent Smith, who, you know, showed me how to work out and things of that nature. Uh, I used to do just different things because weights wasn't, you know, as big as it is now in the weight room. So my for my calves, I lived in, you know, I lived 18 stories. I lived on the 10th floor. So I walk up the steps, run up, the, run down the steps, run up, walk on my calves, up the steps, down the steps, just stuff like that. Push up, sit up. They got me um, uh, uh, the, uh, the push up bars, you know, stuff like that. I would work on uh, grips for my hands, strength and stuff like that. I used to do all that type of stuff, man, <laughs> at a very young age. Yeah. So, you know, at 13, 14, I was doing all that stuff. Most definitely. As a lefty myself, I got to ask you, what's the advantage for uh, being a lefty? I always felt like you're just giving the defense a unique look, something they're not used to. But why do you feel that being a lefty is such an advantage? Oh, it's, it's an advantage because, you know, the, the, the defense doesn't, they're not, they not aware of, of playing a left hand. You know, right. it's all right hand. So they jump to the right side. My left is open. <laughs> hey. so I'm you, or I'm hitting you with the jumper or the floater. <laughs> I'm killing you, you know what I'm saying? So it's all different ways. I'm left-handed. And then if you can, and then if you're quick with the speed, it's it's, it's so it's so uh, you could be so clever with it. And then if you can use both hands, and I've gotten better, you know, with using both hands. And uh, the great point guards now in the league, Kyrie Irving uses both hands, and that's awesome. Most definitely. When did I hear? I heard you use the word destiny before. When did you realize that the NBA was destiny for you? You know, I, oh man, when, when I was uh, 15, when I, when I made it, you know, uh, MVP as a freshman, um, we, we played Talentown High School in the championship game, and I won the MVP. After, I just took off after that. It was destiny. And I, I really, I just wanted to take care of my mother. That's all I saw. So I needed to go to high school, get good grades, and then play basketball. And that's all I did. I just focused. I just focus on that. But it was my freshman year in high school when I made the varsity team. And it was a it was a great look for me. It's awesome. Speaking of varsity, biggest lessons learned from Jack Curran? How to be a leader. How to be a team leader. Uh, um, practice, how you practice extremely hard, how you worked on your, your, your individual game, and then you brought it into the team, and then class schoolwork. You know, he was he was a stickler for, you know, you going to class and doing it the right way. But my whole school was Archbishop Lord. So it wasn't no way basketball was secondary, but most necessary. But, but a- academics was like number one, uno. And it was a blessing for me. I remember uh, the math, math regents exam. I got an 86. It will always be in my top of my head because I studied so hard for it. Yeah. Miss Longerano, my 
one of my favorite teachers in the world. Uh, my math teacher studied, tutored me, everything after class, before practice. So, you know, it's Malloy means the world of me. My high school means the world of me. I saw, yeah, I saw in the documentary you got really emotional over that Regis exam, and that just shows to me how much hard work you probably put into schoolwork. Yeah, I put a lot. I knew I had to. Yeah. Uh, because um, back then, you just wasn't going to make it if you didn't do if you didn't do the schoolwork. You know, now it's a little different, but um, my um, my goal was to take care of my mother. I knew I needed it. I knew I needed it to pass. I graduated from Malloy High School, went on to Georgia Tech. So, I, you know, basketball is easy. Life is hard. That's my documentary uh, slogan. And that's just how I live. Mr. Chibs, right? Documentary. Yeah, Mr. Chibs. Right, most definitely. Okay, Georgia Tech. I know, I know. I got to talk about Bobby Hurley real quick because I'm going to give you this from a little bit different perspective. You said it was all in instincts. Fair enough, Kenny. Fair enough, Kenny. But when you saw Bobby in front of you, did you put a little extra sauce on it? That's what I want to know. I Kenny. don't know. I just want, I wanted to put that ball in the basket. So when I saw him, I just, you know, it was instincts. And he reached it. Yeah, I just, I just did it, man. It was exciting. It was an exciting play. It's going to live with me forever because everybody always talk about it. And I just wanted to be Duke. I had a great game. But I think we lost by two points or buzz or something like that. But um, it was just one of those um, games we had. I had to let him know. <laughs> you definitely did. I had to let him know. <laughs> and in the documentary, they talked about the reaction to the move from Dickie V, which was great, man. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah, it was. It was a great, uh, great move. Great. Uh, Dickie V was awesome always. <laughs> College games, you know. He was, he was just always awesome. Most definitely. Um, you know, a big part of your motivation was take care of your family, taking yeah. care of your mom. With that said, what did NBA draft night mean to you? Oh, it meant the world to me because I arrived as far as take care of my mother. Um, and then, you know, I got drafted to the New Jersey Nets right over the bridge. It was just an awesome feeling. My mother was, she, it was just a great feeling to know I could take care of my mother. You know, it yeah. was awesome. Biggest adjustments from the college game to the NBA game for you? Oh, oh just the strength. Just, just the strength of, 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 of players. You know, when you get older, guys – and then uh, when you get older, you know what guys are playing for, and that's different. The pros, guys got families, taking care of their families. It's a real, it's a real profession, and you got to get with it. High school, college was more for, like, uh, the love of the game. Pros is a little more business oriented. You gotta get, you gotta get know that very, very quickly. What advice would you give your twenty year old self going into the NBA? I, I just would take care of my money a lot better than what I did. Period. That's it. But um, my life was my life has been great, man. Thank God. But yeah. uh, but you know, financially, I would have took care of my money a lot, a lot better. But you, you can't look back. You got to look forward and learn from your mistakes. And that's what I try to do now. Yeah. I mean, NBA All-Star Game, what did that mean to you? That must have been great because obviously it's a small club to even make it to the NBA. It's, and it's even a smaller club to play in the NBA All-Star Game. Yes, definitely, man. Making it to the All-Star is like our ride. I did it on every level. Yeah. High school, college, pros. And that's what I wanted to see if I could do it. And I did it. So it was a blessing, man making the all-star team in 94. 
should have been on there about three, three, three to four more, <laughs> three, four more times. But that's life. That's life. Do you feel you would have benefited from the modern game? Obviously, you are a dynamic point guard. You can shoot the mid-range. I'm sure if you played today, you would stretch it out to three. How do you feel like you would be in today's game? I'll be it'd be easier for me. Much easier. I'll be in the lead longer. You know, I, I no, no, I, I I played 14 years, but it would be a lot easier for me anyway. Because the guard plays, if you can handle the ball and quick get to the basket, the lane is open up, everybody's shooting threes. So it's a lot different now. The game is a lot easier. You know, fanfare. You know, you can't touch it not as physical as when I played in the league. Yeah, I mean, they would have loved a player like you, especially like so much that gets put into bringing players in is are they box office, right? And you're definitely the kind of player that would yeah. put butts in the seats. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. You know, they wanted that box office smash. And I was, <laughs> you know, being from New York and being the best. I was the number one player in high school. In college, I, I did work, so it was just a – and then I went number two in the draft, so I've been blessed, man. How, what did that mean for somebody like Tom Kachowski to say, like, this is the greatest high school basketball player I've ever seen, oh. especially somebody like in, him, rest in peace, who've seen pretty much everybody? That's my guy, you know, and rest in peace. We went to the same high school. That's right. Um, That's right. It just was – it just was uh, – it, it was great. And he stated that. He always stated that, that he didn't change. He's like Kenny Edison, the best high school player ever. And that was, you know, it was, it was a, a monumental feat that I've, I've got that. And everywhere I go, it was everybody saying, so it's great. Yeah. What's up with you today, man? And how's it going with the college season? Let me ask you this. Also, is it a challenge for you to coach players that might not be as talented as you? Like things don't come as easy for the guys you're coaching as they did for you. Yeah, I, I, when I first got, I've been here for four years. So, yeah, that was that was on, you know, that's one point I was thinking about it. But now, you know, I got to go down to their level mm. and really preach what I'm trying to get to them. You know, win, I want to play hard, win ball, not, not, not so much win, do the right things, play hard, but go to class. Got to go to class. I want good students, student athletes, not just basketball players, because I'm at a school where, you know, Fish University's education is first. Basketball is second. I got to remember that. So it's, it's, it's something that I, I, I learned and I'm dealing with it now, you know. So I've been here four years. I'm excited about the group of guys that I got coming in um, and I can teach them the right way. You know, and I'm not I'm not talking about basketball. That's easy. That's easy. We can go to the gym. I'm, I'll teach them about life, about the life goals. And, um, so when they do graduate, they can have a, a good life, raise they raise their families. Maybe they have kids. They can, you know. So I'm just trying to give off, give off of what I've learned. What are the through, biggest through, through, through my through my journey? What are the biggest life lessons you try to instill in them? Um, the biggest life lessons is um, definitely your family, family. And now how you take care of your family, you yeah. know, um, get a good job. Uh, and then and, and, and you take care of your family that way. And then, you know, if that's meaning you're an athlete, you're an athlete. But you still have to have everything in, in, in the right form or fashion to, to mold yourself into a great human being. Kenny, I have to ask you this. Who are some of the 
best players you've seen or played against that never played in the NBA? Um, um, Lloyd, De- no, Lloyd Daniels made it. Uh, I, I've right. seen a lot of players, man. I can't remember, you know, remember the names. But I'm coming from New York, so basketball <laughs> is, is like everywhere, everywhere. Me too, so, my friend. Two lefties from New York. You heard Kenny? Yeah, two yeah, lefties. New York. <laughs> yeah, New York is the best, man. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot of players. A lot of players. Do you miss it? Do you miss not being here, Kenny? Nah. Because nah, I'm, I'm, I'm able to get back and visit. Right. And go come back down to Nashville. I live in Florida and Nashville now. But I do go visit New York. And uh, I love it. I love it there. Uh, it's somewhere you know where I grew up at. It's the best, the, the best players, uh, uh, the best teach, the best teaching. You know, you could just live in New York and learn, <laughs> right? Just, <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, and, and like, there's nothing like a New York summer. You know that, Katie, especially oh, yeah, basketball, great. especially basketball wise. Yeah, basketball is all over. You got the summer leagues all over, indoor, outdoor, great food. Yeah, everything. Great yeah. food in New York, and and, and when you I I when I used to hang out, great clubs and stuff like that. Oh yeah, most, most definitely. Just <laughs> like most definitely, most definitely. Okay, Kenny. Um, last thing before we get out of here, what does the word successful mean to you? Successful, doing well in life. If that's if that's what you if you're coaching, if you're working a nine to five. If you're successful, you're doing pretty well. It's your family. Um, that's what I well, I'm here at Fisk, NAA, NAI school, small school, but I'm doing well. I'm doing be, well. I'm being successful regardless. Being the best you could be where you're at and in your current situation. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> Whatever. And but but I think the main thing that we all must live correct is are we happy? Are we happy? And a lot of people, you know, you, you can't define it. You know, a lot of people can't define it. You have, I'm happy. I'm very happy with my life and decisions I made. You know, I'm happy. And I just got to continue to grow as a human being. And um, that's what I'm doing. I'm 51 now. So it's a, it's a blessing that I'm still here, to, still giving off some of the things that I've, I've learned. And that's basketball through basketball and through life. Love it, Kenny. Let's end on that. That was great. Thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, where can we find you, man? Social media. People want to oh. keep up with you, Kenny, man. Oh, where yeah, can yeah, find yeah. You? You, can, you can find me. I'm always, I'm on Twitter. I love Twitter. Started on Twitter. Okay. Chibs underscore one. Okay. Chibs underscore one is my Twitter feed. And um, my um, Instagram is Kenny Anderson 7357. 57 ad, baby. Left, right, hey, I appreciate everything you've done with the game of basketball. I appreciate you for taking the time. You're always welcome back on the show. Good luck with your season and talk soon, Kenny. Thank you, man. Talk to you soon. My yes, man. Sir. Yes, sir. Big shouts to Kenny Anderson for joining in on that episode. Thank you to everyone who tunes into the show across the globe. Share this episode. Share it with a friend. Share it on social media, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn shared on your IG stories. You could tag me on there at one, two combo. That's O N E T W O C O M B O. If you would like to support this podcast, check out the combos court, Patreon page, become a combos court patron. I'll leave a link in the description for that. 
Be on the lookout for episode 392 combo out.